Yo. Yo. We're live. We are live. The music's off. And we're full cam. Happy Labor Day. It's Labor Day? Yeah, that's why. What does Labor Day even mean? I still don't know. After all these years, I still don't know. I still don't know. So, it'd be nice to know what Labor Day means. Can you tell me? Please? Oh, it's it's honoring the working people. Honoring the working people. Well, why don't they make the cost of living something that is actually manageable, and why don't they uh, stop spending the fun the federal funds and mismanaging it? Sure. Uh, I went down a deep rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, it made me like sick to my stomach to read about how they actually spend money in America and what, what they do. do. We I'm, spend I'm most like, of it on. What's that? What do we spend most of it on? The military. Yeah. But that's to be uh, expected with America. But yeah. no, um, yeah, we spend a lot of money on the military, a lot of money on healthcare now. And it's just like you look at some of the other things, like they don't spend enough money on roads and um, what is it called? Energy, like clean energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. They spend most of it on gas. But it's just like. It's super annoying because it's like we could have such a better society already, like better roads, better buildings, better better living accommodations, but we just keep spending money on weapons and I don't know. We're not up, we're we're updating our technology like when it comes to military wise, healthcare wise, which is good, but we can make a lot of these other things go away, like common people dying of common colds and stuff like that if we can just clean up the streets a little bit more i feel like we could put instead of spending trillions of dollars on foreign affairs we could probably branch over into fixing our own country yeah that'd but be nice. that, that's just my <laughs> personal opinion i don't know and what, what what else is crazy is that the the person that is supposed to audit it is called the comptroller general mm. it's c-o-m-p-t R-O-L-L-E-R, general, right? And they're supposed to audit how America spends its money. So they get, uh, so basically they, they, they have a bunch of selections and the cabinets pick, like the House and the Senate, they pick and they bring it to the president and then the president can make his choice or be like, hey, I want, he or she, depending on if it's a female president. We haven't had one yet, but we might soon. Um, they make their choice and they're like, hey, I want a different suggestion or whatever. So then they have to go back to the drawing board, right? But this person gets locked into that position for 15 years. Wow. Is 15 it... years they're auditing America. So you think that it's Obama's fault? You think that it's Biden's fault? You think it's Trump's fault? The way we spend our money, our taxpayer money? Look at the Look at the person who is auditing it like it, it just baffles my mind that it's literally public page he's blasted i think it's like john dodondo or something like some let me pull up his name because it, it blows it blows my mind uh where is it the gao i believe it's called u.s government accountability officer right which is basically the comptroller general where is he i'm trying to find him few agencies just take me to him <laughs> i just want to see him yeah. i should have had this pulled up I, I didn't think we were going to talk about this right away mm-hmm. but 
basically the president sets the budget, right? The 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 president sets the budget, right? So does like the House and the Senate. They they plan how they want to spend money, and then this guy is supposed to audit it and make sure they're spending that that money correctly. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if we're sending gross amounts of funds, he's literally approving of it. Everybody's all approving of it. And we're electing these people. That's the saddest part to me. That is the saddest. This guy right here. He's been 2008 to the present. Oh let, me, let me show everybody. This guy right here, Gene Dodaro. This guy right here. And I don't want to get political, but this is, this is a rabbit hole I fell down. I'm just reading about what, what he does and stuff like that. He basically audits the federal budget and, mm -hmm. and what happens, the happenings within Congress and the Senate, the House, whatever, blah, 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 all that stuff. All right, boring stuff. But <laughs> basically, it just it blows my mind that we're trying to blame one specific person. Like, the president obviously sets the budget, but it's, it's a collective mass. Like, we need a complete overhaul of the government. And we need to update our laws. We need to update so much. But instead of updating stuff, we're making deals to make things worse and better for the government. Worse for the people, better for the government. And it's blowing my mind. It's like we're not protecting any American rights anymore. We're basically selling our souls out to these companies and these corporations. And it's, it's just so greedy. And the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. And there's a reason why. And we could have... A cost of living that's like maybe five hundred dollars for everybody we could have health care that's free and this mm -hmm. has been blowing my mind recently just reading about this stuff because before i was on like the site like oh just work harder but then i read about how the pay gap hasn't been updated or like the the minimum wage hasn't been updated with the cost of living for the last 30 or 40 years yeah so it stayed the same but housing has cost more mm -hmm. so you have to work like three jobs so you're just gonna stay poor because you're worrying about paying for a place to live and this isn't just for families it's for people living by themselves too yeah most people like uh i mean i know i feel like i talk about california a lot but maybe because i've lived there forever and i know more about it than any other state but this one girl I asked, I was like, so how do you survive out here? And she was like my age. And this was probably like five years ago. She was like, no, I work like four jobs. I have like four roommates. And I was like, that is like not living. It's not a fun way to live. But, but she was just like, yeah, I love San Francisco. I think it's because like maybe the aesthetics of it and being in San Francisco. I was like, yeah. but what, what time do you have to actually enjoy the city? I will say there things? are some places where it is feasible to live on a minimum wage job. Some, but it's very, very minimal. And it's like, why would you want to live out in the middle of nowhere, though? Like a lot yeah. of people want to live in like the now. A lot of people want to be in like that city scene. A lot of people want to be around civilization, but we're making it so impossible to live in these places. But then they don't even clean the streets of any of these cities. They don't have enough work. Or nobody wants to do the work because they don't offer enough money. Yeah. So I don't understand how the federal government can spend so much money on other countries when we can make our country so elite and so next generation. Mm -hmm. We could literally have a utopia, but we decide not to. That's the craziest part. We could literally all have, like, you can build houses, right, with solar panels already built into it. Like, you can build sidewalks with solar panels. They've come up with this technology. You can create aqueduct. Like, it just, it blows my mind that we're, we're not investing into these uh, 
natural regenerating resources and we're strictly just going for the cheapest next best thing for the american people to live in that's yeah. what, that's what's blowing my mind right now. at I least think, that's the rabbit hole of the internet i, I mean down. i don't know i don't really trust i don't trust the government like i don't know how people sit here and like actually hardly like trust the government or anything like that so i don't trust the government so it's, i think it's they do it on purpose so like a to lot keep of the people eight, where they're at i will say like a lot of military oriented agencies i do trust because i've seen some of them like and i can't say more than that but it's it's more of just like I trust, I trust them because I, I don't think their intentions are as ski or I would say like, how do I put it? Right, their intentions bad. aren't as bad or as like malicious as people think they are. They're not. I think at the end of the day, a lot of military agencies and a lot of, a lot of these organizations just try to protect the American people and stay ahead of the game with foreign affairs. Right. But to give money to another country, I don't understand that. I understand sending aid, but half the time the aid doesn't actually get to the proper people. So, and that's not our country, so we're not there to properly dictate where that that aid goes, yeah. that governmental aid. So that stuff just like I, 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 I'm not saying it's it's wrong to help people, but I'm saying we have people in this country that are suffering to get by day by day, but we're worrying about other bigger issues. And that's that's what's sad to me is like you can you can invent at least I can see it in my head where we have nicer buildings that are more structurally sound and better built better in better locations than how these cities were planned out for people to be in traffic forever mm -hmm. for people to to waste time basically throughout their day like it, it just I don't know that's I think, like the one thing that kind of my I was mind blown is uh, oh I haven't told you so my friend. She's always been working. Like, it's not like she just sits at home and doesn't go to work. She's a full-time student, and she worked full-time. And then she was out for a run. I'm sorry, there's, like, a hair, like, in my face. But she was out for get a run. Hair. You get that hair. <laughs> That's a struggle with bangs. Okay, anyway, so she went out bangs. for a I run. <laughs> and she always had knee problems. It happened back in middle school where she was doing the simplest ta task, and her knee popped out. So she... Her knee popped out. She fell on the street. Yeah. And she um, popped it back in herself, which yeah. was... So she popped her kneecap back in, but it's not even in the right position. And then God, the doctors... That just sounds painful. Yeah, and the doctors told her, like, they have to do another scan on her. And they're like, oh, you probably tore some muscles in there, too. Like an too. MCL, ACL, So she's like out that. for three weeks now, and she had to... So she started getting disability, obviously. I was like, how much do you get? She was like, oh, I get 150 a week. And it just mind, it's mind-blowing. Like, this is an accident that happened to her. Thank God she lives with her parents yeah. still. But just imagine an accident happened and not your fault. And all of a sudden, like, you have rent to pay and all this crazy stuff. And you can't, you can't go to work. Because she's yeah. crippled. Like, she can't walk on it. Yeah. She's I mean, in crutches and everything. I can't. So, the, a, a thing is, like, people have found a ways around the system. I'm not saying she has. I'm saying, like, other people obviously have found a ways to get disability when they aren't disabled and yeah but she's only 150 but, but think about this wow. if we actually created a better system if we just revamp everything we create better systems that are more profitable for the people that are literally putting paychecks on the table for government officials i understand they get elected but they do not deserve as much money as they're getting through campaigns and just their normal salaries yeah. from the yeah. american people 
and they don't take any accountability. A lot of them do not take accountability at the end of the day, and it's disgusting. It's disgusting to watch, which is why I can't watch the news for more than like a day. Half of them are asleep when they're proposing all these laws. Anyways, yeah. we've seen videos of it's them just, like asleep in their chair. Like this affects American people. But politics you guys are asleep in your politics chair. should not be war. It should not. Bottom line: Yes, it's okay to disagree on topics, and it's okay to have a. a construction or constructive conversation about issues going on within the country right it's okay to have that but to have all that war and just completely defame somebody and just attack a, like a political party i think political parties are useless i think we just need to call it the government and they serve the people that's the bottom line is the government is supposed to serve the american people and nobody it, it feels like only the rich are getting served at this point and it sucks to see. It yeah. just—I'm not rich. We're not rich. I mean, <laughs> nope. we're nope. we're better off than most people. So it kind of—it may sound hypocritical if somebody that's not in a better situation than us is hearing this. But we are by no means rich, and it just seems insane that we can't. It—it's hard to find housing for us. It is yeah. affordable housing for for the lifestyle that we have is. I don't know. It's just, it's yeah, so and dumb. It's, it's more like, dude, like, if I had to be to have that GI Bill, like, paycheck, that rent paycheck coming yeah. in, I don't know how people do it just because, like, I started, I worked, like, I worked full time at a minimum wage job just because I didn't want to commit, I don't want to commit to a job that's, like, I'm leaving up in, like, three months Yeah, anyways. there's no, that, that's just detrimental to the company. Yeah, I was like, like there was someone that was, like, there was an office job and I was like, uh, I'm, I feel bad, like, I'm literally getting up and leave, like. In three months, so I didn't do it. But even then, working like the full time hour, I looked at my paycheck. I was like, okay, eight forty. Nah, that was before taxes. And then my paycheck, they took. I got six fifty out of my paycheck. Like that's my. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, the taxes really hit. Yeah, it's it's so bad. I think we need to revamp a lot about our government and the way things are ran. But that's not all our show is about today. We actually do have some fun stuff planned Joe Satch he's hopefully he can make it in time I, I believe he will we're gonna have him on you guys know him yeah, best as our music. our musician yeah. our show musician he is the best and we got a uh, a bunch of songs for him to well we're gonna start a new segment with him we'll, we'll reveal that when we get to it but we found some pretty cool facts for you guys today that fun we wanted facts. to uh, we're trying out a new segment this is called five facts of the day right and it's just five facts that you wouldn't... They're just not that ordinary facts. You wouldn't really think about it unless yeah. you thought about it. And we'll have a bonus fact at the end of it. But let, let's start it off with this one. So back in 2012, a missing woman was unexpectedly found during a vacation in Iceland when it turned out that she was on the search team searching for herself. According to the woman, she didn't recognize herself in the description and decided to help with the search. So, did she not know she was considered missing? Yeah, I, that's what I believe it was. Oh and then she God. joined the search team to find herself. That's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. But they, the funny thing is, I can't believe they didn't put a picture out. Like, hey, this is what she looks like. Yeah. And she didn't see the picture. We, like, yeah, oh, we that's couldn't me. Find a, we couldn't find a picture of it, but that was uh, one of the facts that we found on. What was that website? It was called brightside.me. We found it on that website there. Yeah. And that's where we got all our facts for today yeah, from. Yeah. But a woman goes missing, searches for herself, <laughs> finds herself. 
It sounds like one of those true uh, when you go out to like California hippie, hippie uh, acid trips, and yeah, you're like, man. I'm finding myself. <laughs> she long. found herself in Iceland, so we're we're proud of her. I want to go to Iceland. That's fun. <laughs> Iceland looks awesome. It's they actually do, um... green. It Greenland is ice, and then Iceland is green. Maybe I want... okay Greenland. Then, because they have those natural... No, no Greenland's all ice. Yeah, because Greenland na- has the natural... Uh, Volcano or whatever. The natural little... Hot you, springs. Hot springs yeah. and you sit in there. But I've never been in one of those. Me either. Apparently, they, don't they have those at Yellowstone? But they're like super like... No, they're bad for you. Yeah, they're it's like toxic. toxic. They're very toxic. <laughs> Imagine someone... Somebody, I think somebody died in one of those a couple of years back. Oh, they tried it out? No, I don't think... That, I think they just ran in it. Or, like, tried to go touch it or something like that. Yeah, And I think they died for doing it. I have to find that story. That's actually a crazy story if that actually happened. The second fact we have is about apples. Apples that we buy in supermarkets are harvested between 5 and 12 months before they get to the supermarket. For the rest of the time, they are stored in special fridges with low levels of oxygen to prevent decay. Wow. I knew they would pick them early, but I didn't know that early. Yeah, that's... Imagine how many apples they have in those fridges. Oh, fuck. It's probably a lot. Oh, my... Probably a shitload. To supply, like, all the grocery stores in America. Isn't that crazy, though, if you think about it? All the grocery stores I've been to, I've never seen one where they ran out of, like, fruits and vegetables, really. They may have some shitty quality ones, but... They got Overall, they're They're putting them in these special fridges, it sounds like. Yeah. So, apples... Better to pick them fresh than to buy them in a store. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. But that's just a little Apple fact we have yeah. for you. Not talking Steve Jobs or anything. <laughs> you don't have to update your apples, but you can definitely get I a new one. I still have it with mine. <laughs> they it asks me every day. I'm like, no. This one's a, about an animal here that died in 1977. But there was a Japanese koi fish named Hanako that lived for 226 years. I've heard of tortoises living for like 100, 200 years. I've never heard of a koi fish. I wonder if it's for... the first koi fish to live that long. Well, I know Do there's koi like fish sturgeons. Live that long? There, there's a lot of like animals out there, like sturgeons and stuff like that, or, that are like ancient animals. And they can live for like hundreds of years. But I didn't know that a koi fish could live for 226 years. That's kind of crazy. They say there's this mega shark. In Antarctica, under the ice somewhere. They claim. That's just this. frozen in there? No, it's alive, apparently. But, you know, because I think we've only discovered Have 20- they found it? What is this? What is this? What are you bringing <laughs> oh. to me right now? I, I mean, I read it like something like, oh, they believe there's a mega shark under the ice, like that lives under there. They um, believe? They believe. Okay. But if you think about it, we've only discovered 20% of those. What is the Loch Ness Monster going to pick up a six-pack from the <laughs> store today? I don't think there's a mega shark. I think there's, there could be, like, really deep in the ocean. It's only 20% discovered. I, it's less than that. Oh, it's less? Yeah. Shit. I think it's less than 10%. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's wild. There's a lot of stuff out there that we haven't found yet. In the ocean? Yeah. Because yeah, you but, can't... It, I don't know. We don't have the technology to go... That much deep, yeah. don't we? We don't. I think we should explore the ocean before we explore space. I know it's like literally on Earth. It's right there. I think it's tough to get into like depths, though. I think it's probably it's the same thing with space. I feel. You know what's like, what always creeped me out? Seeing those uh, videos that people go in, uh, in caves, 
and they're scuba oh, diving yeah, and the, the, the depths. Of, oh my god! That and they can get stuck. Out. You've seen some of the holes that those people go through in caves. I don't know how you do that. I wouldn't want to do that. I'm like, I'm good up here. They have to like, <laughs> they, they can't breathe to get through a certain hole. I've seen a video of that. That's creepy. They man. do hold their breath. Yeah, they have to hold oh, their breath god. and like inch through because if they, it's just that stuff's scary to me. Mm-hmm. Cave dirt. But you know that people that work, I actually found this out the other day. People that work in like those oil rigs, the off off sea or off ocean, whatever it's called, oil rigs. Mm-hmm. They're they're divers, right? They have to go into like this special pod because if they come up too fast, they'll die. Oh my god! So you have to like go through certain levels. You have to stay there for a certain amount of time to acclimate to the depth, right, and the pressure. So they'll bring sometimes like if one person's gonna work throughout the week, they'll bring them back up and they're just stuck in like this little mini pod for that whole time, and then they drop them back down the next day when their shift starts, and then boom, they come back up. And then they have to ac- slowly acclimate back to the pressure of being on just like I feel like that's where robots can replace that job. Oh yeah, somehow robots will eventually replace that. Elon Musk, shouldn't do that. E- Elon's robots are all Elon's, gonna yeah, imagine robots. just like Elon's robots just walking out of the ocean <laughs> to attack people. Oh my god, I'll be sc- okay. Then I'll take my back. <laughs> We're back about how I support the the. The robots. They're all battle-hardened from fighting sharks underwater and stuff. Like, they've gone through years of just practicing war underwater. (laughs) Or my favorite is seeing documentaries of uh, lost cities underwater. That's cool. Those are pretty cool. Like, damn. The next fact, the fourth fact that we have here are for those people that think, oh, my brown eyes, they're so ugly. Oh my gosh, I hate having brown eyes. Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my this god. Is, this is for them. Brown eyes are actually blue, but with a brown pigment. American biologist Greg Homer even set up a company that is developing a procedure to possibly allow people to change their brown eyes to blue. Hmm. Greg Homer setting up a company to change brown eyes to blue. I don't think I would ever change my baby browns. I love my baby browns. <laughs> Me too. I have beautiful brown eyes, so I would never, I would never change them. But I guess they're blue after all, so. Yeah, deep in there, they're deep in there. Deep in there, there's a blue. I thought that was a crazy fact. I, I don't know about you. I thought that was wild. I, I didn't realize that brown eyes are actually blue, but with a brown pigment. Mm-hmm. So what about hazel eyes? Because hazel is de- definitely like a different, lighter brown. Would Does it, still it just be blue? mean that like? The the shade or the what do you say say the pigment of brown it just isn't as strong. Wouldn't it shade, just mean yeah. that then the pigment? Is they just only gave us this for the fact they didn't give us any more information about it. But what about green? You know, oh, so I was watching Ancient Aliens the other day. Ancient Aliens. Now, uh, now that we're talking about eyes, I was watching Ancient Aliens the other day, and uh, <laughs> they said that most alien abductees or more people that claim they've been abducted have green eyes or rh negative blood type or not blood type but blood because america's always or not america the everybody like the the world population has always been rh positive Mm -hmm. but then like thousands of years ago i guess there was a mutation where somebody was rh negative and i don't know the exact science to what rh is but apparently Alien abductees, they get abducted more frequently when they have RH negative or green eyes because it's a, a mutation. It's not supposed to happen. 
Hmm. So that's why those people have more abductee stories than people with brown or blue eyes or with RH positive blood. Damn, if you got green eyes out there, you better watch out for the aliens. Let's just all agree that aliens are real. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Aliens, I think aliens are real. There's no fucking way. There's not anything out there. We haven't even explored. We got aliens in the ocean, A. You yeah, know? we have aliens. That, they, what if they're really in the ocean, deep in the ocean, and Probably. then we're up there in space? Like, where you at? They claim Atlantis is, like, the alien mecca. That's what the ancient alien people claim is oh, that. God. That Atlantis is like the place to be for an alien. I feel like growing up when I was a kid watching ancient aliens, oh my god, I was like, fuck yeah, this is some serious <laughs> history, man. This shit crazy. Because it's on the history channel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like growing up like as an adult watching it, I'm like, what This the is fuck? some wild shit. What the fuck? Giorgio Sukalis, <laughs> the guy with the crazy hair. Mm-hmm. You know that aliens meme. <laughs> I love that dude. The fifth fact we have here is the average four-year-old child asks almost 400 questions a day. Yeah, that makes sense. 400 questions a day. <laughs> That's why like, parents I be kinda drinking understand. wine at 2 I o'clock. I understand why parents get stressed now. That and they day drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can understand if... What does this do? Can I have that? <laughs> oh my god. Just, uh, oh Just start god. chugging wine like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. You know, I, we did this, we talked about this earlier when we were getting food, um, how kids will come up to you, like, when you're eating food or something like that, and they'll be like, you know, I like sour stuff, too. Or they'll say, like, that's not that's not that spicy. I can have something like that, like, expecting you to give them some of their I did food. at the restaurant today. I was like, because I never had this drink. Yeah, so, I, I, was, like, so I was having a Snapple Greena or whatever, what, Snapple... Peregrino, I don't know what it's, it's called. It's some sparkly juice Some, shit. like, Italian, like, orange, like, yeah. sparkling drink. And Becky was like, what, what did you say? I was like, do you like it? And I was like, I never had that before. <laughs> she was trying to get me to give her my drink. And then he was like, do you want to try it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Why not just ask me straight up, can I try that? It looks good. Well, I wanted to know if you liked it first. <laughs> well, of course I liked it if I bought it. But and then we, I'm gonna buy. I'm serious. I'm gonna go on Amazon. I'm gonna buy. I'm yeah, buy you lo- you did really like those. I was like, dude, this shit snaps. And Plus we got them. a little bonus fact here. Uh, this one's actually crazy. You know, we were talking about like agencies and stuff like that. Oh, Billy and Laureen say it's called San Pellegrino. They're delicious. Oh yeah, yeah. They're delicious. Love those things. But here's the bonus fact here. There is such thing as a micro bullet. So like a tiny bullet. That can cause a heart attack. Ready? People usually think weapons like this only appear in James Bond movies. However, pistols able to fire special micro bullets that feel like nothing more than an insect bite, insect bite actually exist. Only a red mark is left on the skin, but the deadly poison quickly seeps into the bloodstream, causing a heart attack. This incredible invention is, however, no longer used by the secret services. But it did at one point exist, and it was used. And we had the picture. There's the picture. No, of that it, um... that was just a little. It wasn't the actual thing. Oh, it wasn't. No, it, oh, looked, okay. it was like a little like it was like a little toy thing that they that <laughs> no they wonder. used for the picture. Because I looked at that I was like that's some shit you'd see in a movie. Like, what oh, is yeah. this? Like yeah, that really? <laughs> I, I could I could agree that something like that. All you have to do is just get like a little dart or like a little mini bullet. Just put a little bit of ricin on it and you kill somebody. You know what ricin is, right? 
No. So there's a plant that produces like its seeds. It, it produces poison called ricin. Oh, so if you and just it, touch it, it on your you skin, you can't detect it. You can't like yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen the show Breaking Bad, but um, have you seen it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So spoiler alert: Jesse Pinkman, one of the main characters in it, his girlfriend got poisoned by rice ricin by uh, the main character Walt because she was too much of a liability. Laced oh, the I remember. Okay, no, I remember supposed, that episode. It was supposed to kill Jesse. It wasn't supposed to kill his yeah. girlfriend. Okay, now yeah, I remember it, it was that that was ricin. They used oh, ricin yeah. because you can't detect it. It's it just looks like a natural causes death. I was gonna. I I, I could be wrong on that. They could have changed the science and figured out how to detect for ricin. But before, like back in like 2010, when I was learning about it and stuff, you you couldn't detect it. It was just like maybe it was used, maybe it wasn't. Reminds me of like the interview, the the movie the, the when they're interview. like that was probably maybe could have been ricin they were yeah. trying to yeah. do in the movie. Yeah, but that's our little bonus fact, and <laughs> do you want to get into the, the big topic for today yet, or do you want to go into the, the little minor topic you found mm. right before this? We'll do the minor, because I feel like the big the topic okay, is going to be... Okay, let's pull this up for everybody. A long conversation. So this one's pretty... This is pretty crazy. We were just looking up topics today, and uh, excuse me, it's a little bit of the, the Greek food coming back, but we found this right here. Michigan, okay, excuse me. Michigan parents owe son $30,441 for throwing away his prized, he or she, I don't know if it's he yet, away prized porn collection. That's you, a lot of money. That's for, a lot of porn. That, that is a lot of porn. Like, that is way too much porn. Are you kidding me? What the hell? What porn. are you doing with all that porn? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess people have their own vices and their own addictions and stuff like that. But thirty thousand, thirty thousand dollars worth. So let, let's read into this more. I didn't. This is my first time reading it. I don't know if you read it over. Or yeah, not. I read it. Okay, That's this funny. is this is my first time reading this over. But Grand Haven, Michigan, AP, a judge has ordered a couple in Western Michigan to pay their son thirty thousand four hundred forty-one dollars for disposing of his pornography collection. That's wild. U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney's ruling this week came eight months after David Working, 43, won a lawsuit against his parents. Damn, sued their ass for porn. Oh my god, he's 43 too. Yeah, he said they were not allowed to throw away his collection of films, magazines, and other items. Working had lived in their Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Munis, Muncie? Is that how you say it? Muncie? Muncie, Indiana. Um, that, okay, so he obviously was living there for a short period of time after a divorce. Yeah. Probably left his collection and told his parents not to throw it away. Just imagine the parents just want, God, just seeing the pile of porn and like they're trying to clean and stuff. And mm-hmm. just, God, how does he have this much shit? I the, mean, I don't know. That is kind of excessive, right? But imagine his wife who was married to him before. Do you think she knew about it? Probably, she probably, probably why she left his ass, probably like a porn addict or something. I'm sorry, $30,000 worth of porn? It's a lot of porn. Let's see this. Uh, the <laughs> judge lot. followed the value set by an expert. So there's porn experts that can actually rate <laughs> what your porn collection costs. I like if you that. Have one. <laughs> hey, if you have one, there's someone out there for you. MLLive.com reported Working's parents also have to pay their son's lawyer $14,500. Holy God. I mean, <laughs> what? 
you must have been really attached to your porn collection to really sue your parents like that. That's kind of fucked up. Imagine how long it probably took him to collect $31,000 worth of porn, though. He's 43, so he probably started, like... It, 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 this addiction had to start a long yeah, time I'm, ago. I mean, I, I feel weird. I, I feel bad calling it an addiction, because obviously we don't know. But to me, in my head, that's... It, I mean, you put $31,000 on anything, it's probably an addiction. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've probably spent, what, like 30, maybe, if not more, thousands on coffee over our lifetime? Yeah. So I guess it's not that big of an addiction. But, but that's something you consume, and you... That's something you consume. Yeah, but you can consume porn, too, by buying the product. Yeah. I don't know, but he definitely... He, it, it probably had sentimental value as well. I got this magazine when I was 15, when Playboy came out. I don't know. Maybe it was a very sentimental like thing to him you know okay. like this got me through this part of my life you know? <laughs> like, like but after moving to indiana working learned that his belongings were gone and there here's a quote right here frankly david i did you a great service in getting rid of all this unquote his father said in an email <laughs> calling all huff post super fans sign of that i don't care about you that's so funny his dad was like look you got a problem i fixed your problem he, he did he did him a service throwing it away I don't know. I guess one 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 man's trash is another man's treasure. Is That's the best crazy. way to put it. I mean, he was that pissed though to sue his parents like that. Well, he was probably trying to sell his porn collection. I don't think if he, he got it raided by an expert, he's probably trying to sell his porn collection. I think he got it raided by an expert because it got thrown away. He probably knew Maybe. what he had. But, but then, how would he prove that he owned it? Did he have pictures of it all? Because you have to prove it in court. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just a little wild, little kooky story we found for you guys out there. I feel like that would be so much porn, like, stuff. Like, it's just I, in his it, room, it, just no, chilling that, out there. Like That's not a magazine you put under the mattress. No, right? this you is know. stacks. Stacks of videos, this stacks is like, of magazines. This is, it's got to be the old stuff, too, because everything's, like, digital nowadays. I, oh, I guess that that's could have like some. It's got to be worth something. You know, it's a cinnamon collectible. in the 70s. Because they did say Playboys, and I know Playboys are probably very collectible. Yeah. Especially, like, original ones. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so, we did talk about this yesterday, and we're going to talk about it more today. So, we promised you guys we would watch the... De- uh, wait, Joe says, that's the first edition Char- Charizard holographic. <laughs> Joe's referring to a Pokemon card there. Which is like very, very uh, highly sought after. Yeah. It's one of the most expensive Pokemon cards in the world. But you know they inflated. Like you've seen like all the stories about Pokemon. Card- That's another story for a different. Pokemon cards are like the way they did that is so dirty. But uh, we promised you guys that we would at least attempt to watch the Demilio show on Hulu. Yes. And we have, and mm-hmm. Becky, I'll let you give your opinion first. Uh, we've only gotten through episode, three episodes, no, really? two episodes, and okay. we got like halfway into episode three, and then we just got a little tired, or it was just like too much, and we were like, all right. Yeah, it's like, do you have to take that shit in doses, dude? You can't watch it all. Definitely there. in doses. Um, my first, my first impression of it was, I feel like I never shit on them or specifically TikTokers. I just shit on like. The TikTok itself. Like, the, TikTok the, itself. Yeah, yeah, not the person. Like, like 
or not shit. I wouldn't say shit on. Just like meme it. Like, yeah, you know, I would just like meme the whole it. like, hey, let's dance. Hey, yeah. let's get out there. I did memed a lot of it. You know. So I, I just in like the whole thirst trap TikTok. Like we meme, we meme a lot of it, but yeah. we don't, we don't actually like try to shit on the people themselves. No. Like especially the D'Amelio sisters. They were the biggest, but it's just funny to see people doing all these dances and stuff. We. Tr- we yeah. tried to meme that. We didn't try to meme the people, I guess yeah. you're tra- you trying to say, right? That and I didn't, I knew she was young, but I didn't know she was 15. She was like 15 or 16. I thought she was 18, and then the older sister, um, Dixie, was our age, like 20s no, no, or something. Our, she's, I don't know why she's I like thought that. She's like six years but, younger. Yeah. She's like 18 or 19. Yeah, so watching it, I actually kind of felt bad. I felt bad for the younger sister at yeah. the end because she was actually like, I didn't know she was a actual dancer, like competitive dancer. Yeah. she. And then she did TikTok for fun and then it kind of just took over everything. But she's so serious about competitive dancing in the show, you can tell. And yeah. She has her own she's personal a, She's trainer. a very quiet person. Yeah. And I, I, you can tell she's not really made for, like, TV or nothing like well, that. Well, reality TV. Yeah, yeah, reality TV or and stuff like that. So, I actually, I felt actually a little, I have some sympathy toward the younger sister. Because yeah, I, I mean, actually especially feel very just, bad. Well, the way she explained how she got famous on social media. So, COVID happened or whatever. And she just started making fun videos with her friend. Yeah. And for some reason, they just went viral. Yeah. And she had no she had no idea why. She was like, I thought I was just posting on social media to post on social media. And now I have millions of followers. And it was like one of those like blow up things like, ah, what do I do with this? You know, mm-hmm. you catch lightning in a bottle. Well, what do you do with the lightning now? Yeah. So it was one of those like really weird stories. And then one of the other storylines that they were trying to implement was Dixie's. Whereas, like, she's only famous because of her sister. Which, I mean, in tandem, and if you want to look at it fact-wise, probably, like, just honest fact. But that doesn't mean she has she doesn't have her own personality and her own uh, chances to be a star or celebrity to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it doesn't hinder that fact. I, I just thought, my whole opinion on the show, going in, I was like, oh, we're just going to see a bunch of TikTokers in a house yelling at each other. That's what I thought we were going to see. It was going to be like a whole Kim Kardashian-esque or a Kardashian-esque type show where they fight over random shit for no reason. No, they seem like a very well put together family. They're very supportive of each other and like they seem like they have really good friends too. It's like I was like I was blown away. I was like, "Wow, this is actually like a really good really well produced show." Mm-hmm. And I only had one nitpick about the whole show, which I think I think we should talk about the bad and then end with the good that we had written down. There was only one nit- one nitpick that we had. The whole show doesn't seem to be based around the family. It just seems to be more based, at least first for, through these first like three two and a half episodes we've seen, is just based around Dixie's singing career. Yeah, which is weird. It's around her anxiety and her singing career. And like around because what they do a lot is they put up the comments so some hate comments yeah that they, they, would they, get. Sh- they put up good comments and then they put up like hate comments too yeah so whenever she kind of in a way has like a breakdown all the hate comments pop up i guess because those those obviously get to her she's she's young you know? yeah she i mean they're to people her. too they're trying to figure it out and yeah. and what i will say on like the whole singing career so like we listen to what like five of her songs and then we listen to her sing live. She sounds so much better live than yeah. on her actual, like, produced songs. And, like, they showed her going to, like, singing classes and stuff like that and writing classes. 
I will say she's not the best lyricist. She's by any means not some overwhelming singer like Adele or like Lady Gaga or anything like that. Gaga. But she does have potential. You know what I mean? It's it's going to take a while to get there because obviously she's just starting out. So I think just give yeah. her a chance. It's like... I mean, whoever like... You they auto tune the crap out of yeah, her. Yeah, they need to stop butchering her they voice. They butcher her voice. Just and let her sound the natural. Crap out of her. If they let her sound natural, it sounds so much better. Yeah, I like it more. Yeah, I, I like it more too. It's like the the like I said, if someone maybe wrote lyrics for her and she sang it, then I'll probably like the song a little bit more. But yeah. she just doesn't have her songs, that niche. Like yeah, the, her songs, songs aren't really into. They're not in our songs that we like like the song category like that. yeah it's more for like teenage girls that are like going through a breakup or like teenage guys that are going through a breakup and so at least that's the general consensus we've yeah. got from i mean in the end she's like also like what 19 now at this she's point 19. so she doesn't it's not like she would have like a ton of things to sing about yeah honestly I, i'm think. just saying like if you ever want to go back and look at somebody who was a really shitty singer before they're one of the biggest singers in the world go look at ed sheeran he sounded like shit when he first started out. He was horrible. Mm-hmm. He was worse than Dixie D'Amelio. Like, that's how bad Ed Sheeran was. But now he's created such a great career out of it. I think it's just, people, are, it's so now, like, every, social media is so now, it needs to sound good now. Everything you put out needs to sound good now. When actually, it takes years to find your voice. And it takes years to find songs that you sing really well and songs that you might not sound so good. I, I don't know. I'm giving her a chance on that. I just don't like that the show is trying to do like this whole pity type of narrative. It's, yeah. It's very, and this isn't anything on the D'Amelio sisters or anything. This is on post production from Hulu. I it just the whole narrative seems off. I would rather see like, like the stuff they did show about her, like doing the serious live show, and like, yeah, I guess you can show both sides, but it seems all framed around making sure that people know Dixie sings. Yeah, Dixie sings, or that I feel like it's very framed around like that the whole her, the hate comments she gets. Like, yeah, it's very, very like in your face about she goes through so much hate comments. Or she, I know she does, but yeah, it's almost every scene so far I've seen is about how much people hate her. Yeah, and it's it, I I'm I'm going on record here. I don't hate Dixie D'Amelio. I think. Do I like her music right now? No. Will she ever make a song that I will like? Probably. But she needs time. She her voice des- definitely needs time. Her lyrics need time. I say just give her time. Yeah. Everybody has potential. Look, I can I can practice for ten years and I can probably come out with a viral song within those ten years. Maybe, that gets like ten thousand views. Yeah. But she the thing is is she's in a good spot to get to. To she could practice every day. She's. She has the money to fund it. Like she has a lot of potential and a lot of tools around her to actually be good. So, I just don't like the way Hulu is shoving um, the whole Dixie narrative in our faces. I, I don't like that. But that that has no way. It, it, that's a very minor factor. On it's me being nitpicky mm-hmm. on Hulu, not on their family or anything yeah, like I that. I want to make that very clear, right? And. Um, I don't know if she does have diagnosed anxiety, but if you do have diagnosed anxiety, please get help and always stay on your medication because it helps everybody. Not just you, it helps everybody around you as well. And it's just, it's always good to get help if you can. And there's a lot of outlets out there. So please, please get help if you need it. And we'll always advocate that. And we're never going to shit on people for having mental health problems. 
Because no. it's the worst thing you can fucking do. Because yeah. they're already in their head so much, there's no reason to add more on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of sad. You you blow up on TikTok. Well, your sister does. And then you also blow up on TikTok. Right? And then you have to deal with people just saying you're only famous. Because, you know, we, we get some hate from the show. And we get some praise from the show. But we're not, like, famous famous. You know? No. And we're not famous by any means. We only have our friends and family that know about this show right now. And we've gotten some some negative feedback and we've gotten some great feedback but it's nothing on the scale of millions of people commenting on it yeah it's just it's crazy too like, so to go through that especially at their age it's just so young i feel really bad on that aspect it's like nobody's giving them a shot yeah. or at least dixie yeah i and then even then like charlie it's like what we, what, we, what we kept saying the whole time we were watching, watching it was like, we need to protect Charlie at all costs. Yeah, protect because, Charlie because it, oh people shitting on her for no All she wanted to do was dance. Yeah. That's all. It was just to be fun on TikTok. And then, like, it's not her fault that she blew up. People, you know, like I've never what really she does. understood the, the hate around, like, shitting on somebody because they're having fun on social media. I like the idea of shitting on, like, stupid dances and, like, the whole, like, the the new TikTok trend where people are getting arrested and stuff like That's that. That's a trend now? Yeah, like, oh the, it's God. like the, I'm, like, getting arrested in front of your girlfriend and they're, like, getting pushed up against the wall. And oh, they, no. They no, turn no. and it's, like, this whole thirst trap thing and they're, like, <laughs> I love you. I love and, uh, you. And, like, they whisper that and stuff. It's so, it's so creepy, but I love it and it's, like... Yeah. I love memeing it, right? It's it's not something that I would do, and if I did do it, it would be a complete meme. What what do you think you would get arrested for if you were to get arrested? Uh, public indecency, being <laughs> drunk. I'm surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised I've never gotten arrested so far. Knock on wood. I'm not saying it won't happen. There's wood over there if you need to knock on it. The desk. Oh yeah, right there. That's too. not real. That's not real wood. It's like some yeah, type of wood. There we go. There you go. We got the yeah. wood. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, there's been times where I was very drunk in public. And Mine would be for arrested. calling out ESPN or getting banned on Facebook. I would go but to you're Face- not getting arrested for that. No, I'm going to Facebook jail, though. Facebook, no, but if you got, like, what would happen, like, you got really arrested, what would you do? Um, probably some sort of road rage. Yeah. Something along those lines. I, I can see that. I because, can see the road rage It's one. because Maryland drivers have ruined me. Guess who's going to jail tonight? That's a Kanye <laughs> song that came out. But uh, yeah, so back to the D'Amelio show. Uh, we talked about all this right here that we have written down. They seem like a really close family. And, you know, it's really good to see Connecticut finally representing something. <laughs> At least we have something from, something good came yeah. out of Connecticut, you know? Because <laughs> Connecticut doesn't really have shit anymore. They took the whalers from us. So. We're ba- they call us the second New York the second New York? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like just where New Yorkers stay to pay less money. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Taking the train in or whatever. Oh, we know. have John Mayer too, you're right. Joe's right there. And then those people that do the... The guy that married Zoe Deschanel. Oh, the, the property brother guy? Yeah, the property... He's from Connecticut? They're both from Connecticut. So did they do all their... No, they... Uh, they did it somewhere else, I yeah. think. There's not that many... There's, there's probably I not mean, enough homes nice, in Connecticut. There, there's nice homes in Connecticut, but not... I don't know. I don't think they would do it there. One of them got... Didn't one of them get arrested or, for something? Oh, I don't know. I think so. But let's go over the good points of the show here. 
the show is definitely a different side to the sisters and the family that you would normally see on TikTok. Because TikToks are like very quick videos and it's only them dancing. So you don't really get to see much of their personalities and who they are as people. And this show gives a pretty good example of just pretty much like the whole family is just like so close. It gave me a new perspective because I watch a lot of compilation videos where it'll take, honestly, it just takes the most embarrassing videos of someone and it'll be like a couple seconds of funny editing and they'll jump to the next segment or next person and they'll come up back again. You know what I'm saying? So I've honestly watched so many, like, I've seen a lot of embarrassing edits of them. So it was actually kind of nice to actually watch like a full thing of them. It turns out that that show full of TikTokers, so Dixie was one of them that was on it. So it was Dixie and then one of Charlie's best friends, one of the other TikTokers, I don't know her name, Maddie, right? Maddie, she was an Attaway General. She was the uh, tall blonde. Yep, so if you don't know Attaway General, go on Bratz TV on YouTube and watch it. It's like it's like the worst acting ever. Yeah. And it's fun to meme it. There's yeah, a lot of good memes good about memes. it. Yeah. And not saying they're bad people, it's just funny to meme it. It's hilarious. And I so it's all connected. Like you're starting to see mm-hmm. how these TikTokers are connected and stuff. Um and then yeah, so like you were saying, it shows that another good part of the show, it shows how Charlie just wants to be a dancer. Yeah. And she's actually, like, practicing competitive dancing. And she works hard, man. And she's so, like, if you've watched what she would say about competitive dancing is, she was like, oh, uh, she's a, apparently she said she's a perfectionist and that she gets really frustrated. She's very hard on herself. Yeah. For, like, a 15-year-old, she's super hard on herself if it's not yeah. perfect. And she's, and like, 16 like, or 17 now, I think. Yeah, right? she probably is older because 2020 was, I think, when they filmed it. Yeah, I think they did film it in, twenty, like, right around the height of COVID. Yeah. Around or when they moved, it was like I don't know when they did when it, they moved but it was LA. 2020 at some point for yeah. sure. And uh, the last point, uh, it's a really well produced show outside <laughs> the fact of the the narrative, not it just mainly being about Dixie. Maybe it'll change in a couple episodes, but outside of the fact that it's mainly dictated towards Dixie, it's a really well produced show. Mm-hmm. It's actually like it shows a lot about them as people. Yeah. And I was really I was really impressed with what Hulu did. So, yeah, I I think a lot. Of, now I think about it, I'm like shit. I think everyone's really hard on TikTokers, to be honest. Like, especially the really young ones, yeah, like Addison I mean, Ray. Let them. Oh yeah, you she, had a good point have, about her. So the annoying thing about so Addison Ray Netflix, she has that um, all that movie. He's whatever. all that. Yeah, and everyone was just shitting on her for that awful acting. I'm like, yeah, the acting sucked, but everyone. It's okay. All to, of the acting so, sucked. No one had good acting in, in that entire yeah, movie. Yeah, let's let's bring it back. They to all the, sucked. Let's bring it back to the point. It's okay to meme the movie. Like I watched, I I watched like the first beginning part of that movie, or like some part of it, or like a preview or something. Yeah. And they, they didn't have a certain water bottle sponsored, so they blurred it out in the movie. Yeah, they should have just taken the freaking wrapping off at least. Who, or... who does that in a movie? Yeah, it's definitely the producer's fault for how shitty that came out. Make them have, I don't know, just give plain them a water, water bottle. Give them a water bottle. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, yeah, no, we're going to blur that we're out. We're just going to blur it out. Like, it's like, come on, it's bro. Like, it's like production was like, we got to do more to produce this. And they're like, just blur that out. It'll, yeah. it'll add to the quality. It did not add to the quality no. of that movie. I can promise that. But yeah, Addison Ray. I mean, I and pe- you said people were shitting on her for pol- her political views yesterday. You said that people were shitting on her for accepting a job at the UFC 
And but it's like, why are you shitting on somebody for opportunities that they're getting because they're an influencer? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see the point in attacking the person. Like, if she does a bad job at it, it's okay to say, yeah, you weren't that good at acting in this. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they can't get better, and yeah. it doesn't mean you should attack them in their whole career they've built just because. They didn't perform to your standards. I just think they're all just haters, man. Fucking haters gonna like, hate, like. We're we're a low budget podcast. We're never and it's never going to be perfect. We're gonna upgrade where we can. If I can compare this into any capacity in our lives, we are by no means like on the production level that some of these movie companies are on. But at least we fucking think about like blurring out water bottles and shit. Like we don't have like brand name shit sitting out. When yeah. We're not, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not that hard to do. Yeah. It's not that hard. Uh, so, and that's just so funny. Do you think they were like, they filmed that scene, they moved on, they're like, oh shit, we have to blur yeah, that. Yeah, it's gotta or be Or instead of redoing the scene, they were like, let's just, let's just blur it out. Like, mm-hmm. no, come on, man. That's definitely what it, it was. definitely came down to budgeting, but it just sucks for like these, especially the younger celebrities, because it's so easy to become a celebrity when you're younger now, especially for going viral, because all the kids know how to do all the social, social media mm-hmm. more than people our age and... I don't know. I guess you can learn about it and stuff, but just it, it doesn't take away from that raw effect that the the youthful generation will always be ahead. Yeah, they'll you know, always. It'll, like, because some of these influencers will fizzle out, so they need to find other stuff. Yeah, whether it's like seeing... interviewing UFC fighters, yeah. like acting. Yeah. So to shit on them for trying to branch out into different ways of art or to to brand themselves is the worst thing you it's just so dumb it's, and she was actually yeah she was actually going to college for sports uh reporting for sports with sports journalism yeah she was actually in, in school for a while and then she blew up on tiktok so then she dropped out of school so she was actually in college going through to get sports journalism and then you know she obviously you get more money out of being like the influencer. You have she. It's more opportunity, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's crazy. All everyone. So it was so I, hard I on like, everybody. I, I like. I love the memes, right? I love when people make memes about yeah. stuff. I don't. I don't mind that, but to like completely shit on somebody because they're trying to do something to better themselves or their career is just not good juju. It's not good vibes to put out there. You yeah. know what I mean? James Charles, on the other hand, we haven't seen him yet in the D'Amelio show. Doubt we will. They probably that's no, probably why this shit probably, didn't get. They probably took his ass out. Oh, they probably edited his out. I well, mean, I, I guess he didn't really come around until like what twenty twenty one. We okay. So there's certain uh, people. Okay, I will say this. I do dislike certain people that I can tell just have a negative energy about them, and they have malicious intent with things they do. James Charles is one of those people. Uh, David Dobrik is one of those people, yeah. and by far the he sh- the fucking what is it? It's a uh, they them is Demi, yeah. Demi Lovato. Yeah, I, yeah. I I am I do not like Demi Lovato at all, and I I will advocate it because how do you try to cancel a froyo shop for having sugar? Frozen, I, I'm still stuck on that. I, I, I don't understand it. Oh, my mom. So she actually saw that segment we did on the podcast. And really? she was talking to me about it. Her mind, she was like, I could, her mind was blown. She was I did not know that was like a celebrity did that. Well, you know, my mom's yeah. like 50, 55. You know, she's not going to know. Yeah, older. But she, yeah, she was like, 
mind blown that a celebrity did that or someone can actually sit there and think that way. Um, cause she really, she barely apologized. Like, we, I mean, we talked about yeah, it. It's the wor- Demi Lovato is one of the worst people I've ever seen. One of the worst celebrities, let alone people. It's just how people support her, I don't understand. Yeah, she went through some tough stuff. And that's, that's, that's her battles, and I support her in getting help for those issues. But you can, it doesn't, it's not an excuse to be a shitty person. Yeah. You can't be a shitty person because of that. And that's always, always been my whole thing. Uh, I'm going to, we're going to take like a quick, like two, three minute break here. We're going to get this all set up on our end for uh, Joe to call into the show. Uh, Joe said, in, before we go though, uh, in this three minute break, Joe says, I support her growing up as a person, not her current choices. Exactly. If mm-hmm. she can, that, that's the thing. That's another thing I want to make clear is yes, I dislike her now, but that does not mean my opinion on her can change. Yes. That does not mean that by any means she has a chance to forgive herself. Like, I mean, she can always come back. I mean, her apology was so weak on that frozen yogurt thing. That it's still like it still uh-huh. irks me. Like you're trying to ruin a business that only has twenty thousand followers on Instagram, and you have millions. Yeah. Like that, that's just not the way you use a, an audience or your fans to it. You, you don't use that to attack people. But we're gonna get set up on the other end here for Joe. We're starting a new segment today. Uh, we're gonna take a quick three minute break, and we will be right back. So please, please stay with us, and. Uh, enjoy we have, his music. Yes, enjoy his. Actually, we we um we can't play the music for the break, sadly, uh-huh. because we have to get this all set up. Oh, okay, so, true. hold on. We will be right back. Let me just pull this up for you guys. Uh, where did it go? I guess I lost it. Mm-hmm. Here, you can just look at our screen. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> and we will be right back. Hello. There we. There we go. Hello? We got you. Yep, Hello? we got you. All so, right, everybody. You're good to go. So I'm going to be breaking down song lyrics. Song lyrics. So these are called Satch's Certified Songs. And Satch is going to be breaking down some song lyrics we sent to him. And then he's going to be rating the song overall on a scale from 1 to 10 for us. And we're going to keep track of all the songs that he, uh, he, um, he rates. And we're going to have them displayed every time we do this and stuff like that. So this is our first time. Well, we did it one time previously. Yeah. But um it was very on the fly though. Yeah, it was because... very on the fly. So we were like, let's let's try to have Joe back on, do some more lyric breakdowns for us, and let's have him basically uh, break down these songs and rate them for us. So Joe, if you don't mind, the first song we have for you was Gangster's Paradise by uh, Coolio and uh, Killian Mash and Rico Bernasoni. So please, what were the lyrics I asked you to break down? (laughs) As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Oof, that's deep. So what do you got for us? So tell us the categories you're going to be breaking these songs down into. Or these lyrics, at least. We have three categories I'll be breaking these songs down into. First is literal. I'm going to give you a very basic breakdown of exactly okay. what the person is saying. Maybe some right. facts, if I can. Uh, if I can. Wonderful. I'm going to be... Then next, the second category is going to be the symbolic 
meaning Ooh, to these lyrics. Let's go. Maybe a more worldly sense. Maybe what the artist was trying to convey. Possible okay. interpretations. Things of that nature. Okay. And last but not least, I'll be giving a personal meaning. What it means to me personally and how I can relate to these lyrics. And then finally, you'll and, top it off with an overall score of the song, correct? Right. An overall Satch score is what Certified we call Certified Satchitella score. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's get into the first category here. Let us know what you think about the song, literally. All right, so literally... Uh, I gave it a little bit of thought. Um, it's a pretty deep, this is a pretty deep lyric. So it yeah. was kind of almost hard to give a literal meaning to it. But what I, what I took away from it was that he was probably walking through the city, <laughs> whatever city he's from, yeah. contemplating life and, you know, realized that he's got nothing left. A pretty grim realization. But this is this is what he realized, because he literally says and and realized there's nothing left. Wonderful. That's a wonderful breakdown. That's kind of where my mind went to with the city. Like he's he's walking through the city and he just kind of realizes there's nothing left, maybe for him or maybe right. there. Right. That's, that's kind of where my mind went. And it was just dark. Right. It's a dark. It is certainly a dark passage. It's a dark way to start a song as well, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, it's a dark song for sure. He, the next lyrics. I know they're not. I know they're not what you uh, what you uh, want no, you me to read portray. You but you can read them out. He, he described losing his mind, yeah. and laughing and blasting his guns. Yep. We got it pulled up. We got it pulled up on the screen right here. And the lyrics are because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks my mind is gone. So yeah, it, it's definitely a darker song from the the start of it, but symbolically, insanity. What, yeah, literally, you broke it down pretty well. I think I thought that was a really great breakdown of the literal sense of the song. But if you had to give the symbolism that you think that's being conveyed through this song, what is it? In your well, sense, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death is actually the beginning of a Bible verse, which is Psalms twenty three, uh, verse wonderful. four. Yep, and I was hoping you'd get here for you, so so we can we can all listen to it together before I get into uh, the symbolic meaning of this because this is going to be key for the symbolic meaning. Hell yeah! Of this, uh, of, of bring that shit up for us, dog. Bring that shit up. Let's hear it. It's, what was it? Was Psalms what? Do you know what it was, Becky? Oh, I'm not. I know Psalms by no no numbers. <laughs> what do you think about the song so far? The lyrics. Oh wait, here, come closer to your mic if you can, Satch. Psalms 23, verse 4. There we go. That's what it is. Okay, this is from the Bible, correct? Indeed. Okay, so break it down symbolically for us. All right. I'm only going to read the, uh, the first part. I'm not going to get too into it. He says, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy Hell rod yeah. and thy staff, they comfort me. Okay, so now Coolio took a little bit of the the Bible and threw it in there. I li I like it, a little Bible. Coolio reference. did indeed do that, but he did this in a way, and I love it because his next lyrics describe him going insane. What he's doing is he's taking what is it seems dark, but ultimately 
the Bible verse is positive. He's mm. saying, I walk through the valley to the chat. I'm walking through it through an evil and desolate place. Yes. Yet he'll fear no evil because he has <laughs> the Lord with him. So he fears no evil. But he doesn't say that. He sticks with the with the negative part and then takes a look at his life and realizes there's nothing left. That's a sure Damn, sign. That, that is that is that is like one of the deepest breakdowns I think I've ever heard of a song. Yeah. Like that is that's actually so spot on. It's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, man. Becky, what do you think? Becky, what do you think about it? No, yeah, because I knew that was a Bible verse uh, as soon as I saw it, and it's very like well known. Like they say in church like all the time. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, it's very negative. Like it's to, not to uplifting. just cling on to that negative and then yeah, and to spin it into a lyrical masterpiece is crazy. But the song goes hard. Song, I'll be I'll beat, be listening yeah. to it like in my Toyota Rav4, my mom car like, yeah. Living in a gangster's paradise. Like Let's I'm go. not hard whatsoever, but you know. Okay, Joe. So is that all you have for your symbolic meaning, or do you have more? We would love oh, to hear more if you have more. There's more. Well, I can go deeper. I can go deeper. I don't want to take too much time. But no, you're. I mean, we got well, two more I, songs. You you can go through it if you need to. So what we're doing here is trying to put ourselves in the mind. Of the man who wrote this song, Coolio, or at least this verse. At least this verse. I know a couple other writers were on this on this particular tune. Yeah. But uh, we have to. So as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that suggests that he was a Christian being brought up. Okay. And the song I believe came out in the early mid late nineties. I didn't actually look that up, but the state of the inner city around that time was awful. Oh, yeah, I can believe it. It was absolutely horrendous. He's looking around. He's seeing what was where his people live and seeing it get destroyed, seeing his own people attack each other. Yep. And it's just it, it, it. You can almost picture the the insanity that this guy must have been going through. Yeah, especially in that in that type of uh, come up. It, it's got to be detrimental to somebody's sanity for sure. Especially if they were brought up on hard times, it'll do anything. To, it, it, I mean, it could have a very negative effect on somebody's mental health. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, yeah. But only if you look at it that way, which is why I think it's funny how in the next lyric he says laughing and blasting because he's laughing, like laughing, like, ha, 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 this is it's almost great. Like a, it's, but you it's can a, tell he's, it's, it's, it's from insanity. It's almost like a paradox in a sense. Yeah. Well, not really paradox. I don't, I don't know how to – what's the correct – definition of where it's like uh they both like uh, one side happy one side bad I, I don't know the exact wording of it there's a certain word for it but i i know exactly what you're trying to get at here yeah the uh anyway what did uh, what does this song mean to you in a certain the sense song means to me personal well i think uh i'm a pretty positive person in general so hell I, yeah you know are you, are you I, a bot are you body positive and feeling negative and having those thoughts invade and just make it seem so true. You know, these negative thoughts yeah. like, oh, I'm a loser. Oh, I have nothing left. Oh, and I mean, hey, people lose family members. People lose people lose loved ones. People lose yeah. things in their life. And it's it's really it's traumatic, you know, but, uh, you know, that's but that's sort of what it what how I could relate to it. You know, it it, it reminds me of those negative thoughts that pop into my head and just start Intrusive attacking thoughts, me. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes you don't know how to fight him, you know? And Hell I yeah. think he's sort of describing a situation battling where he his is demons. fighting 
because he brought up the Bible verse. I mean, I think if he looked at it deep enough, he'd see that it's actually a positive verse. But it's, uh, you know, it reminds it reminds me personally to uh, that. No, what it reminds me of is that people have a hard time remembering to be positive. And, you know, I'm not the only one. We're not alone in that yeah, situation. Yeah, we're not alone in any sense. So I love I love your personal take on that. I love it. I, I think I can agree with you on that standpoint. Personally, to me, Gangster's Paradise, at least lyrically, it makes me feel like, hey, I mean, it, it's even though you're going insane, you can make the best of what you got in a bad situation. At least that's what I take from it. You, you create yes. a paradise in your own world, basically. In the simplest a gangster's sense. gangster's paradise. A gangster's paradise. Mm-hmm. So this is your first official score. So let's see if it's high, low, or mid-tier on the scale. Let's, what do you got one out of ten for the over, not just the lyrics we had you break down, but the overall song, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio? Well, given the depth, the uh, relatability, the, the, the bringing <laughs> to light that sort of mentality, uh, I give it a 9 out of 10. Oh, wow. That's a high score. I see yeah. you're not going with the, uh, the Dave Portnoy, Portnoy scale of reviews here, but I, I, will, I will put that on there. 9 out of 10 for Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> Have you ever seen well, the one? We're, the one? No, we, we're coming out of the gates with a really powerful song here. Yeah. This isn't oh, like, yeah, I know it's a very it's a time it's a timeless classic. So I did start you off with a pretty pretty crazy song. Yeah, and I give it nine out of ten. I'm not. I'm well, not we gotta we gotta we gotta start off 10, the show so. as 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 you were saying. We gotta start off the show or the segment with a positive note. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I thought Gangsters Paradise would be the perfect song for that. Yeah, to bring to okay. You know, I like that. as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. We got nothing left left to lose except to rate these songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got meaning, man. It's, it's got, got meaning. meaning. So with that being said, uh, Coolio <laughs> might see himself as a bad guy or a good guy in this, but in this next song we have, uh, Billie Eilish definitely saw herself as the bad guy. So we, <laughs> I sent you the lyrics that I wanted you to break down. It was the chorus, right? Uh, yes. I believe it was the chorus for this one. So l- let me show the stream exactly the uh the lyrics we we were gonna it's the which part is it the so you're a tough guy yep so okay oh i'll read it out i have it i have it right All right. yeah you start with the literal meaning we have it on stream right now and we'll highlight as you go all right every all right gather around gather around here we go (laughs) so you're a tough guy like it really rough guy (laughs) <laughs> just can't get enough guy chest always so puffed guy i'm that bad type make your mom a sad type might seduce your dad type i'm the bad guy duh hell yeah so literally what do you what do you think is going on with these lyrics that we sent you the chorus to bad guy by billy ellich well <laughs> we're talking in the second person she's saying you She's saying that she is a bad guy. Wait, sorry, sorry. She's the bad guy, and he's a tough guy yep. who likes it rough. Okay. She's described her personality and his personality. She's describing okay. personalities here. That's literally yep. what's going on. Becky, what are you? Are you a bad guy or a good guy? <laughs> Wait. What do you think? 
Who, I, who am I? Yeah, who are you? If you had to describe your personality, <laughs> are you a good guy or wait, a bad guy? <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, me? Yeah, you. Me? We're putting you um, on the spot. I know. Oh, my God. Um, Let us know, I'm Billy I'm a good Illich. guy. Maybe not my past, but for right You're now, a good You're a good guy? You're a good guy right now? Yeah. Okay. Personalities change. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> So, you, so Becky's, everybody get that. Becky's a good guy. Put that down. All right, back <laughs> to says, back. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Joe here. Joe, what were what were you getting at with the literal and the personalities here? <clears throat> Symbolic. <laughs> Symbolic. Okay. All right, we're going right into the symbolism of this song. So let's pull up <laughs> the, the lyrics yeah, again. the symbolism of this song. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Billie Eilish is a very influential artist. Yeah. She. Agreeable. Has the following of a lot of young people in America and beyond. Absolutely. There's no doubting that. And this song could really be interpreted quite a few ways. She leaves it up to interpretation. Unlike Gangster's Paradise, which is pretty cut and dry. He's yeah. saying exactly how it is. Oh, this yeah. song, you can take these oh. lyrics and okay. and apply them to different situations in life. Um, Facts. Well, I don't, well, what do you think about the, the might seduce your dad type part? I, I, I mean, that, I think that uh, one, yes. that's, is that symbolic or is that, I didn't mean might to cut you off there. your dad. Well, we could get into the symbolism of that. <laughs> um, well, you know, that, wait, wait, before you get into uh, it, you know, that was my hashtag on everything for like the longest time. Anytime I would post anything, it was might seduce your dad type yeah. was my hashtag. Right. Oh yeah, I but saw him. I saw him. Back to you though. It's, a good, your... it's a good. It's a good trademark hashtag. Oh, I love it. It's it. But back to you in the symbolism of bad guy by Billy Elich. So, she could be talking about she's man. The, what I mean by the by the vagueness, almost the obtu the obtusity of the of this uh, of said chorus is that she could be talking about like the man could honestly be anybody. It, it could be somebody she's dated. Uh, it could be. Like her dad, her brother, it could it could be anybody. Yeah, you know it could be anybody. And then yes. she says, she says, "I'm." So I, she's talking about herself, but you could, she could be playing a character, like you know, any. We're so we're looking at sort of a Bonnie and Clyde almost. Yeah, I, I get what on. you're saying. Yep, I get that feeling when uh, I listen to this song, for sure. And the que the questions I had were. As I said, she is an extremely influential person yep, on influential. young America. This was her is big song, right? Is she symbolizing the current yeah. standards for young women and men today? Ooh, that's a is big... Is that's a being the bad guy? Ooh, that's a deep take. Is being the bad take. guy a good thing? Hmm. In some situations, I would agree that it is. Sometimes you have to be the bad guy. Yeah. But well, the I bad, well, it's a matter of perspective. True. I think it, what type of bad guy are you talking about, though? I mean, Batman. Like, as in... Batman's like, technically a bad guy, but in know. certain situations, but I think cause he like, could be perceived as the good guy. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Batman's mm. breaking the law, but for a good cause. So, would exactly. Batman seduce my dad? I don't know. <laughs> he could. He could, because well, he's a bad guy. There's a lot of controversy surrounding Batman. I don't mean to stray from the topic at all. Oh, yeah. But, but I will this is what Billy Ellis's songs Batman, do. They open up the topic. Is he really a good guy? Think about his situation. How good is he really? He is exactly revenge. Okay, so his parents got murdered. That's awful, yep. right? But he was left with boatloads of money 
and he kills people that are generally... No, he doesn't kill them. He doesn't kill people. He only beats them up. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. That's so there is a little point. bit of That's justification in, in it. But I, see, let, let's get back to Maybe Billie Eilish. This, isn't my, this isn't my this, area here. I'm, the, I'm not yeah, this song, this song is definitely... It definitely has a Batman-esque vibe to it, but... She could be. Ta- we're we're basically saying she could be talking about anybody being the bad guy here. Mm-hmm. Am I yep. right on that? Okay. This, yes. is our mus- this is our musical expert, so we're going to you for everything on this. All right. Um. Anyway, that's my symbolic meaning to this song. I think. Uh... I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's it's. <laughs> you're either a bad guy or you're not. All right. Break it down with this. Bonnie song- and Clyde. Bonnie yeah, Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Break it down what this song means to you personally. Or these lyrics, at least. So, personally, um, so you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. It almost sounds like she's teasing, in yeah. a way. Yeah, very teasing. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. I feel like she's yeah, teasing she's him. Not- like, oh, you think you're this, but I'm... I'm the bad one. Yeah. Oh, Becky, that's a good I take. Think that's what she, I think that's oh. what she's saying. It's almost like she's mocking him, I feel like. Yeah, it's a little bit she's of like, mockery I'm in the there. Bad guy. I'm the bad guy. You're not. Yeah. Oh, you think you, yeah, you're that tough? Like a... I'm that tough. Yeah. Okay. So any more okay, personal makes, meanings to you, Joe? Any more personal anyway. meanings? Um, well... Personally, uh, I I honestly don't really know how to how to relate this to this one too well. You know, I don't feel attacked <laughs> yeah. by the first line. Like it's just I don't know. Like, if, um, like personally, to me, if somebody said, "Oh, you're tough. You think you're tough?" I'd just be like, you know, what, what are you talking about? Like, just sit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you think you're tough? Well, I can fuck your dad. That's <laughs> basically that's that's what I'm getting from this. So. I will seduce your dad. Imagine you're in wait, wait. Imagine you're in a fight with somebody, right? And you're being mm-hmm. all tough and they're like, Oh, you think you're that tough? Well I could fuck your dad today. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the biggest bad guy thing you could do. <laughs> My dad could be your dad. <laughs> oh yeah, well I can fuck yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest flex i've ever seen that's a pretty large flex that, Yo, that's dude. a pretty large flex but, that's uh, a mammoth flex right there like that is that is mammoth okay you know overall what? overall, overall, over, over, overall I, uh, what do you score bad guy by billy ellich so okay so i gave it okay so i was thinking about going lower but given the sheer uh, influence that Billie Eilish has, and I think she did a pretty good job of sort of summing up the Bonnie and Clyde kind of persona. Kind of. Uh, I give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Not bad. That was around the range. I was was Mm -hmm. at like a 6.5. Don't be afraid to throw in those decimals. Those decimals really, really matter. So don't be afraid to throw those in there. But a solid 7 out of 10 seems very fair for bad guy by Billie Eilish. Like a six, like a close to seven, you already, maybe still in the um, six. Yeah, it's it's. Look, you can't go back once you rate it the one time. You can't go back on your score. All right, but oh, we're saying. Going back. Oh yeah, no going back. back on it. It's a good. It's a soft call it, seven. Call it six point nine. No, you can't go back. You already gave it a seven, so it's a soft <laughs> seven. 
Damn, okay. No going back on the scores, though. You got to remember that. But unless it comes up to where you have to, to re-rate it. Is the next song right. a country song? The next song, yes, is a country song. <laughs> I was, like, staring the, at it forever, like, I know the song. The next song is a Luke Bryan song. <laughs> And it is called. It's a Luke Bryan song. I used Why are to you sing, laughing like that? It's a good song. It's a good song. I used to sing this song playing baseball. It is called "Rain Is a Good Thing" by Luke Bryan. It's a good song. And Joe, let me pull up the lyrics here before you break it down for us. So here we okay. have it pulled up. So what did we ask you to break down in these lyrics for us? All right, everybody, gather around. Gather around. <laughs> <coughs> Rain makes corn, and corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby <laughs> feel a little frisky. Oh, hello. <laughs> so break that well, down for us, literally. It's certainly catchy. It's certainly <laughs> catchy. Yes, it is catchy. <laughs> Becky's over here giggling, like, why did you guys put this fucking song here? That was funny. I don't know why, like, I'm just laughing so hard over this. <laughs> Maybe because I used to listen to it a lot. Just wait, just wait until we get into it, okay? Okay, yeah. Let's get, let's, get, let's, get in, let's get into the shit show of a song. All right. <laughs> Don't call it a shit show of a song. It's not a shit. It's a good song. It's I, a no, good I, song. No, it's a little bit of a shit show. It's a bit <laughs> no, I don't care. I take anything credit we gave to Joe back. <laughs> no, I, I give no. Joe all the credit. I give Joe every credit he deserves. I on take being, it back. On, on being our back. musical expert. So, I hey, I can't just praise every song, okay? It's yeah. One, one <laughs> but you praised Billy Eilish. <laughs> oh, Becky, are we having a little bad guy moment towards Billy Eilish here? Yeah, I guess I am a bad guy. I'm <laughs> no, not a good guy. Becky, Becky has brought out her bad guy personality here, folks. Yeah. Buckle in. We have a new Becky on the scene. Yeah, she thinks she's a bad guy. Look at me. <laughs> oh god. This is Becky. This is Becky on her intrusive thoughts. Oh yeah, god. The intrusive okay. thoughts are setting in for you now, Joe. She's thinking about <laughs> running you over with her Toyota Rav4. With a tractor. Oh, a tractor. <laughs> god. I'll never run you over. Don't That's worry. Good. Okay. He. She apologized. Do you accept her apology? Was it YouTube? Yes, quali- was it a YouTube okay. quality apology? It's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. okay. You know right. what? You know what, Becky? It's okay. Hey, no hard right. feelings. No hard feelings. Good. You know, sometimes you have you to be what? better. Maybe, maybe even after I'm done here, you'll kind of agree with us on the okay. shit show. Okay. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. okay man. Right. I'll open my mind. Let's yeah. do that. All right. Again. So Joe, break, break it down literally for us. To, to uh, possibilities. Break it down literally for us. Rain makes corn. Corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby. <laughs> feel a little frisky so break that down for us <laughs> all right everybody this is for this is this is the literal interpretation okay hell yeah um rain is water <laughs> and water is a natural substance that sustains life <laughs> corn is a crop that humans eat to survive and it's easily yeah. grown so it's everywhere you need water to make corn true that's a fact <laughs> whiskey is a strong alcoholic drink that yes, will make is. you drunk when drank. Ethanol alcohol, this, correct? Ethanol alcohol, correct, Chris? Yes. Yes. Ethanol. Ethanol is the chemical name for the for the chemical that gets you drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. For the substance that gets you drunk. There you go. Okay. Um. Uh, his baby, his uh lover, his maybe his wife, her yeah. his girlfriend feels frisky. 
possibly in a sexual way when a she sexual drinks innuendo ethanol. There. Okay. So that's a good breakdown, <clears throat> literally. I think you broke it down perfectly. That, you I know, think... the rain creates the corn. The corn, well, I, I guess produces the corn. And then the corn produces the ethanol, alcohol, whiskey. And right. the whiskey right. is purchased at a store and consumed by this gentleman singing the song and his lover, his baby. And she gets a little frisky on it. A little, uh, indeed, uh, a little, uh, how, foxy, a little daring, foxy, you know. So that's the little ah, sense, yes. yes. A uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful foxy, breakdown there, perhaps. Perhaps. So, what's the symbolism? Frisky. What's the symbolism in these lyrics flirty. here? A little flirty, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, this is the literal meaning to the to, to said lyrics. Yep, what's the symbolic though? Well. As you guys know, I'm not a big fan of alcohol. I don't like yep. alcohol. You might be able to guess why I don't like this song. It's a shit show. But this song <laughs> symbolizes and glorifies alcoholism and drinking alcohol and getting drunk and fucked up and doing good and, and just making decisions, you know? Whether they're good or bad. And, uh, yeah, good or bad. I'm not going to say all every decision you make drunk is bad, but... Still, uh, I'll get to that part later. Actually, I have I have a I have a little piece of information to share. Okay, but, sure. Uh, it, the the song it promotes the idea that you got to drink whiskey to have good sex. Not always true. Not uh, always true. But I did find this you could just drop oh, some oh, acid. Hold on, I'm <laughs> yeah, there's something called whiskey dick, anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. there is. You got to drink a lot of whiskey to have whiskey dick. <laughs> But the baby but, will feel frisky, so. Oh, God. That's true. A little bit, a little bit frisky. A little and bit frisky, a lot. yeah. So, Whiskey. basically, <laughs> what I'm getting so far from this symbolic take is that uh, it's not always good to make decisions while drinking alcohol. Exactly. If I could break it down <laughs> even further. Okay, so you and have Luke more. And Luke Bryan's pretty, pretty infamous, if you ask me, for, for uh, making songs about alcohol oh yeah I, I i can agree on that sense so uh is that all you had for the symbolic meaning or no there's more there's more this is what i thought was i thought getting into this part was the symbolism of take of choosing corn versus <laughs> potato <laughs> or rye which you can also make like alcohol out of or anything really he could have yeah. taken wine he could have taken tequila he chose corn, whiskey, <laughs> corn whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can I make know. other things. You can, make, you can use you, a lot of fucking things. You choose corn. Or fruit to make whiskey, but he chose corn. Now, yeah, the pilgrims. Okay, so first off, corn is everywhere, right? Corn yeah, is true. an extremely American. Corn's in everything. Like, don't even grow, you know, too far. I think actually they do. That actually potatoes are also pretty pretty uh well, potato, pretty wide but corn, corn is even corn. used in like plastic product corn's in everything corn is in everything rain makes corn and corn makes whiskey so <laughs> the question i say i would have is uh why corn why you corn? know we why get corn you fucking piece of shit why corn like a back you know of course he's trying to get into like sort of like a rural country you know, you know corn could, fields uh, being like farming, 
Um, why didn't he switch it classic. up? Why didn't he add like rain makes potatoes, potatoes make whiskey? You know, he could have switched it up in a different chorus. But he just what I'm st- saying. he stuck why, with corn the full way through. I think the South are obsessed with corn. I don't think it's that. I mean, Midwest, I believe they grow the most corn. Nebraska and stuff like that. We grow some corn right out here. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Te- Hell yeah. yeah, they right make popcorn. Tejas. Typically made for popcorn because I think it's a little bit hot. Oh, I love popcorn. Corn's in everything. <laughs> okay, but what's your personal, personal opinion on this song? What's your personal take on it? Okay, so before I get into that, I want to get into the... Uh, so this is just a fun little fact about about alcohol okay Okay. alcohol is an arabic word okay i know this i studied arabic oh hell yeah break this shit down for us alcohol al so the the arabic word is al kahul okay al kahul al kahul all right and kahul is the arabic word for a ghoul ghoul a ghoul if you look up a uh it's the creature. definition of ghoul, it is like an evil spirit or an evil entity that can possess you and, you know, control you. It's called alcohol, and it's also called spirits. Okay. Because Ooh, said, damn, you're breaking this down alcohol. deep, dude. Well, yeah, dude. I, I didn't know. I, I did not know, know any of this. Yeah. Uh, this is prime time, dude. This is what I this love is, to do. I love like breaking real, this stuff. This is the real shit. Holy fuck. All right. This is the conversation that, you know, it's all oh up to, you know, my, my mind's not completely set. If you, if you, one of you can try and convince me to change my mind, I'm not oh, opposed. No. I, I'm, you know, here to, I'm here for you and I want to hear your takes. So keep going with this, this alcohol. Hmm. All right. So alcohol, they say that alcohol gives these ghouls the power to enter your body when you drink too much. Ooh, so saying. it's a sin basically. Exactly. Yeah, it's you know sin or just bad, bad energy, bad, bad energy, yeah. bad juju. Bad juju. That is crazy. Yeah, exactly. I did not. I did not know any of it. So that's why they referred to it as spirits. That's yeah. crazy. I did yeah. not know that. That's wild. Thank you for dropping that fucking knowledge on us. Damn. Yeah, I feel like that might have been common knowledge, but I didn't know no, it. No, I don't think that's common knowledge. Yeah, that's that's wild. But personally, so is that all you have for your symbolic take, or do you have a personal opinion of this song? Oh, oh yeah, I have a. I mean, my personal opinion is, you know, personally to me, I'm not a fan of alcohol. I'm no, I'm, I know I'm, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay. I'm not, I'm not bagging anybody who likes to drink and drink responsibly. You know, I mean, if you're drinking too much, get help, like yeah, we say. Facts. But uh, you know, I'm, you know, it's just me. It's just me. Yeah, I prefer it's your, smoking it's a, your good, personal, a good, a good bowl versus anything yeah. else. But uh, some good, uh, some good tea leaves. <laughs> right. But uh. I you know, but personally, you know, I think most people most people are generally better off without it. You know, yeah. they remind the lyrics remind me of how numbing yourself out and drinking a lot and projecting this loose and happy persona with alcohol is is you know simple and easy. It's it's okay. it's so easy. So you know, it's but drunk me is not who I am, and I Facts. think the whole. You know, drunk words or sober thoughts thing is is just a hoax. I don't think that's true at yeah. all. I think people say things when they're drunk that they do not mean in real life at all. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it happens all the time. But you know, people. I watch Snooki do it on the thoughts. Jersey Shore. They got him late one time, so they think yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, Snooki so, did that on the, the Snooki from the Jersey Shore. She did that the like one of the last episodes. I saw that. 
she did that. So. Yeah. And then she blamed it on alcohol. So. Yeah. So that's yep. a good personal take. But overall, what would you score this song? So the bottom line for this song, I give it that it's really catchy. And it's a fun bar song that, you know, just doesn't really leave too much to be. Uh, there, nobody really will ever look. Nobody looks into it too deeply. You know, it's a fun yeah. bar song. That's what it is. You go to a bar, you get drunk, you listen. Rain makes corn. And then you wake up. <laughs> corn you know, makes like, whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but what would you rate I give it, it a on? Three out of ten. Three out of ten. I give it three because it's catchy. Watch out, Becky might attack you with a tractor now. But, <laughs> but what's what's your is your opinion changed after hearing Joe's? On a this? little bit, yeah. Honestly, I would still rather hear the rain song over a bad guy because I can't, you know me. Oh, so I'm you're really... just gonna be a bad guy to Billy Ellich for the rest of your life? Pro- until she makes good music. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Gangster Paradise. <laughs> I hundred percent agree with Gangster Paradise. Okay, so. so you agree with two of his scores, yeah. but not one. So yeah, I, I what would you mean, on the bad guy because she is pretty young. She has a lot of yeah. room to go one she way. Has room. She has room. That's why I said until she makes a song okay, so or a music that I like. These are certified scores. Decent. You're going up against a certified expert here, and I hope <laughs> you know that. But Satcha's certified <laughs> Gangster's Paradise as a nine out of ten. Bad Guy by Billy Elich a seven out of ten, and Rain is a Good Thing by Luke Bryan a three out of ten. I mean, it's not. The greatest song, so I mean, yeah, it's I'm not, not too the greatest. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the greatest. <laughs> it's not song, the greatest. But, song, but it is so, a yeah. song. But it is a song that is fairly catchy and it is widely known. But uh, so that's our segment, Satch. We thank you so much for doing this for us. We love it. We love having you on. Yeah. We love having this segment, and we hope we can continue to do this weekly. Yes. Please, mm-hmm. we need yeah. to. But we did have a question, yeah. or somebody asked in chat. I believe it was Billy or Lore. They said, um, after this segment. Can we talk about the car accident Joe and Andy got into in front of Moe's? Shit was crazy, cray cray. Interesting. That's that's wow. I, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can talk about it. They said <laughs> so, I remember wait, they said I remember driving by and seeing Satch and the cops so had to stop. Hmm. So let's let's hear it. Well, let's hear the story. This was a different situation because I never talked to the cops unless i'm remembering it wrong but i never talked to the cops after that crash <laughs> okay it was andy you must be talking about andy yeah andy i i don't uh, i don't know who's asking it's either laura or bill but one of them one of them asked us specifically to talk about yeah. this because they want to remember okay. they, they want to know about it they're okay all right interesting yeah so that day <laughs> i was we were on I was either coming to or from, I don't know, a lot of high school for me is just blurry for some reason. Like, my memory sucks. <laughs> but we were I was either coming to or from uh, uh, McDonald's because I was working there at the time. And I was going to oh, pick yeah, up my I remember check. those things. And he was giving me a ride. And good old Twisty Babs was there. He was Trinity. in the back seat. And uh, we were on our way back from McDonald's. And... We're driving, we're driving right, you know, we're getting to that intersection where Moe's, the plaza is, yep. and taking a left, and yeah, it was it was Andy's fault, ultimately, because he yeah. took a left out of green light when, the you know, the car coming was going straight, Yeah. and uh, I was sitting in the passenger seat, and I just remember looking to the right and seeing oh, a car coming straight at me, and I was like, I don't know, I, I, instead of, like, freaking out, though, I just kind of, like, shut down. And I was yeah. like, oh, geez. And then 
I just, you know, we just get whacked by a car. Damn, I, didn't even, dude. I don't think I even had time to say anything. I was just like, yo. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, yeah, we got smacked by a car. Uh, we were all completely un- unscathed. Like, I had That's not a awesome, scratch man. on me. Nobody got Twisty hurt. Fine. Uh, I'm calling him Twisty still, dude. I can't believe Tritty. it. Anyway, Tritty. <laughs> Tritty Babs, dude. Tristan Babino, T Babs. One 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 Try, one. No, one. no last names, Joe. Try not to use last names. Oh yeah, sure, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway. wait, and Billy, Billy says Satch almost got arrested for dipping. So we were talking earlier in the show. I don't know if you heard. For, and this was back in high school, probably. Car was total. We That's were what. Stupid. We were okay, so but <laughs> yeah, but but um. We were talking earlier in the show what you would get arrested for if you were to get arrested because have you seen those TikToks? of those like the thirst trap arrest videos on tiktok do you know what i'm talking about you don't want uh, to see those yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That. yeah so what what would you get arrested for if you were to get arrested for anything me yeah you because i asked becky and she said probably public indecency or intoxication and then for me i said road rage tax fraud Tax oh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to openly admit that on a show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's going to be used as evidence against you one day if something happens. You're going to be like Bernie Madoff out there someday. <laughs> but, yeah, so you almost got arrested for dipping. Let's hear that. I, if, you, uh, if you would like to share. If yeah. you would like to share. I don't, I don't know if I remember this, to be honest. I'm sorry. Okay. So he doesn't remember, Bill. Sorry. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, we'll have to have you on for some more crazy, yeah, crazy, crazy stories, segment. crazy stories, uh, certified songs. Remember, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio got a 9 out of 10. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish got a 7 out of 10. She might seduce your dad, so be careful. And Rain is a Good Thing, 3 out of 10 by Luke Bryan. I, 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 gotta, I do have a dip story if y'all want to hear one, though. I don't remember getting arrested for dipping. Okay, oh. let's hear this one. Wait, unless unless they're talking about the time in the school bathroom oh that, that might was, be it bill, <laughs> bill and i were together so i don't think that's what we're talking about i don't know but we'll we'll, we'll see what we we can put on the air after that we'll have to talk to bill and see if we can share that story yeah for sure but i okay. can't tell one where i was i was i had you know i had a i had a tin in my back pocket in an old miss abrams y'all oh miss yeah miss abrams the big oompa loompa <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, she I was, remember. She was out. She was out to get. She was out to get everybody. She did not like and, you. <laughs> uh, she sees, you know, she sees the ten. She's like, "I hey, was sat in your pocket," and I'm like, "Oh, a hockey puck." And she was like, "Nope, sit down." Like, oh oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she said exactly. So a tin. So let, let me let me make it, let me uh let me explain it for people that might not know what we're talking about. A tin is like a can of tobacco, chewing yeah. tobacco. So back to your story. So she makes you sit down. Yeah. Um, she makes me sit down and I saw an opportunity. Uh, I took the tin and I chucked it into the trash and I like, you know, <laughs> threw it like deep into the trash. Like I pushed it down into the trash. Yeah. So hell then yeah. she comes back, like, come with me and she was like, okay, give it to me. And I was like, what are you talking about? It <laughs> <laughs> was like, what, what do you mean? What are you talking about? She searched my entire bag, everything. Couldn't find it. She was like, you threw it away. And I was like, I'm not saying a word. I, I didn't want to say, I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh. What, <laughs> what are you talking trouble, about? Dude. I still got in trouble. That's wild. I still got in trouble because I didn't. I didn't fight it hard enough, dude. It was. It was stupid. 
You know, I ended up. I used to skip a lot. Oh, she le- she legit dug to the, through the trash to find it. Oh, she didn't she find, find it. it? No. Damn, dude. At least at least she didn't find it, but you still got yeah. in trouble, which is stupid. Yeah. You remember DePippo? I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Um, I at the end of my junior year, I had like fifty-seven or like fifty-eight Saturday detentions, and I wasn't gonna be able to complete them by the end of my senior year. <laughs> And yeah. he made me do like I think it was like a hundred hours of community service Damn. instead of Saturdays. So basically, I never got another Saturday for the rest of the time in high school. All I did was community service like every other weekend. <laughs> Dude, we were so bad. Yeah, we were I horrible. Have I have we a record. Horrible. I think I, I no. My sister told me. My sister told me that somebody broke my record for being late in the morning. Really? I had the record. Dude, I literally <laughs> held the record. It was like 160 days or something. Oh my and, gosh. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. no, I was late every day. I, I was not, I did not care. <laughs> it was Wait, really bad. Was it 106 but, days like straight or was it like, you know, every other day? Or... No, it was just a total throughout the school. It was every day. day. It, like yeah, like occasionally much. when there was some like oddity in the morning, I would get, I would somehow get there early. But Only like, if there was an incentive was, for you to be there probably. <laughs> No, I don't even think there was. I think there was just times where like my mom couldn't drive me or something like that, so I just walked. But I would walk like, like I would leave. I don't know. A couple times I just left early. I there's like that, you know. There's always that weird time yeah. where, like, I don't know. You kind of like break the routine. Like I'm not a morning person at all. By any, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Really, I'm the same but, uh, way, dude. I'm the but sometimes person. I'll just get up in the morning and be ready to go for some reason. But it only all happens right. every once in a while. But somebody broke your record. That's wild. I know. Yeah, she was saying it was some. <clears throat> it was just some kid. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> That's wild. We we gotta end the show here though, Joe. We thank you so much for joining us. Uh, follow him on TikTok at Joe.Satch and on mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. at All Things Joe Satch. And then you can also subscribe to to his YouTube for wonderful music. It is Rablats Studios with a Z, and it is on the screen right now. If you guys yeah. wish to follow it and subscribe we would greatly appreciate it all his music is amazing he makes everything for our show and he also does great music for himself and with his cousin Kristen. and we hope you guys can help him out and support him as much as you help out the show so thank you guys so much for joining joe you got anything to say yeah keep on keeping on hell yeah becky you got anything to say thanks for watching thanks for watching we'll see you guys in the next one peace